Welcome into Locked On Cougars, your daily podcast focused on the BYU Cougars. Proud to be part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Thanks for joining us on a Thursday edition of the podcast. A lot to get to on today's edition of the show. Our practice insider has weighed in this week with some of his personnel news and notes. We'll talk about that here in the first segment of today's show. Second segment of the show, I had a chance to catch up with BYU senior wide receiver Aleva Hifo. Talk a lot about what the wide receiving core at BYU has kind of been going through during these first three games. Top level opponent but also producing at a high level as well. We'll talk about that with him in the second segment. And then, of course, catch up on everything else going on in BYU Sports News in the third segment, as we traditionally do. So a lot to get to on today's show, brought to you by our title sponsor on the podcast, Deseret First Credit Union. Can't thank them enough for being a continual sponsor of this show. It's great to have them on board. Also brought to you today by our good friends at Vivid Seats, as well as my book. You will tell about both of those companies as today's podcast rolls on. So let's get to it. This is Locked On Cougars for September 19th, 2019. What's up, guys? I'm Jay Catch, your host here on Locked On Cougars, your resident BYU insider. I work for the Zone Sports Network in Salt Lake City, Utah. And thanks again for taking the time to download this show on a Thursday. This podcast is available everywhere podcasts can be found. Apple Podcasts, the Google Play Store, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, Himalaya Podcast app. Pretty much anywhere a podcast can be heard and or downloaded, you can find Locked On Cougars. Thanks again for your continued support of the show. Download numbers remain extremely strong and it's a blast to be with you guys each and every day all right our practice insider weighed in this week had a chance to catch up and talk about what's going on with BYU and I think the biggest news is at the linebacking position for BYU I think a number of you that watched that game saw a number of linebackers come up lame have injuries or simply didn't play in that game Zane Anderson was in pads but did not play in the game against USC I'm not expecting him to play this week it sounds like he's been limited in practice. His shoulder that he had surgically reconstructed last year and uh, took his redshirt year in theory to come back this year and play his senior year has not healed fully. It's been a pain tolerance issues for him so far this year. I've been told that they're not sure in terms of what the staff is thinking in terms of what Zach, not Zach, Zane will do. And it's going to be an interesting thing to see if he ultimately decides to call it a day, maybe have surgery once again and apply maybe for a sixth year of eligibility to see if he can get that year back again. Who knows? But it sounds like Zane Anderson probably isn't going to play against Washington this week, but it's more of a pain tolerance deal. If he feels he can play and be effective and can deal with the pain, they'll let him do what he wants because he is a senior. He's kind of earned that right. He's put his heart and soul into this program. They're going to kind of let him make the decision on what ultimately he is going to do. Now, other linebackers on the team that had issues against USC. We saw Chaz Ayu come up with a, it looked like it was an arm injury early, but it sounds like it was a stinger that he suffered late in that game. He came back in, of course, and helped break up that pass, tip the pass that Diane Gonwoloku intercepted to win the game for BYU over USC. He's still dealing with that shoulder issue, that stinger, and we'll see how it goes for this week. But it's hopeful that he's not going to miss much time if he's able to overcome that 
stingers are very interesting because some of them can linger other times they can just simply go away after a couple of days of some rehab etc we'll see what happens with Chaz Ayu Keenan Peely who went out early against USC I don't expect to see him back uh, at least this week it sounds like his shoulder is in pretty bad shape and they're hopeful of keeping him healthy all year long and having him on the field but at some point surgery could become an option Notice that I haven't said any of these guys are done for sure. Let's be clear about that. Kalani Satake made that clear earlier this week, saying that nobody's been lost for the season. The team overall has actually been quite pleased, the coaching staff, etc., with how healthy the team is relatively coming out of the first three games against Power 5 opponents, heading into this fourth game against Washington. Of course, there are always going to be dings and dents with guys, and you were wondering, okay, are these guys going to be able to hold up through these first four games? Well, at least for the first go-round here of the first three games, the coaching staff's been pleased with how the team has held up. Will they hold up against what is a very physical and talented Washington team? Who knows? We're two days away. Like I said, any of those guys I just mentioned, it's still up in the air if they will play. Not expected to see them. Uh, Chaz Ayu has an outside chance of playing, but we'll see it's it's a very it's a very fluid situation i guess is the easiest way to say it so hopefully you guys understand that but we'll be sure to bring you any information that we can come up with as we roll along this week getting ready for this game on saturday of course a 1 30 p.m kickoff either on abc or espn2 pending where you live in the united states if you live here locally along the wasatch front well hopefully you're going to the game first off you're making the trip down to lavelle edwards stadium should be fantastic weather But if you're not able to, you can watch it on ABC, and we'll see what happens with that. One additional note from BYU practice I saw earlier this week, and I just happened, it's something I observed and asked our practice insider about. BYU walk-on running back Tyler Algier is actually wearing a white jersey. And you're probably wondering, okay, what's the the significance of a white jersey? It means he's working out with the defense. He's with the linebacking core uh, with some of the spate of these injuries for BYU. They're giving him a shot. He's been kind of, he's been far down the depth chart for BYU at running back with guys like Tyson Williams, Lopini Katoa, Emmanuel Asupa, and Sione Finau, etc. Uh, kind of taking up the reps there at running back. So the coaching staff is giving him an opportunity to show what he can do at linebacker. Who knows if it ends up being a permanent move, but I saw him walking off the field wearing a white jersey and it kind of piqued my interest. I'm like, hey, that's actually worth, worth asking about. So talking with our practice insider, he is working out at linebacker and we'll see how it shakes out for him. It should be an interesting situation to see if he sticks at linebacker, if he ultimately moves back to running back, but that's one additional note to take from practice yesterday. Uh, One final thing from yesterday's practice is I had a chance to speak with Zach Wilson along with the rest of the media, but I asked him, what do you think of the Mormon Manziel nickname? And here was his response. Have you heard the talk about the nicknames given to you by some of the national media? I haven't. Mormon Manziel? (laughs) That's funny. I don't know. I don't know how I feel about it. I mean, you know, Johnny was a great player. I mean, I, I would love to be um, kind of more looked at as someone that that plays more within the offense, um, someone that scrambles when it's necessary. I know there was a lot of his plays that were scrambling for no reason at all. I mean, he could have sat in the pocket and made some big plays. I mean, he was a heck of a player in college, but, you know, that was just because he was a great player, he could do it. And so, um, you know, I still got a lot of work to do to have that kind of nickname, though. There you go. 
ago, Zach Wilson, in, I think he was very complimentary of what Johnny Manziel has done, but you can tell he'd like to be known as a different style of quarterback than Manziel, because he's right. Johnny Manziel wheeled and dealed and scrambled and made plays even when it wasn't necessary. Zach is the type of kid who's pretty calculated and when he does take off and run, etc., and he wants to just go out there and make plays, like he said, from the pocket, make plays within the framework of BYU's offense, and that's not a bad thing. I get also why the national media sees what Zach does and thinks, oh, hey, that's Johnny Manziel-esque because he does have that uh, preternatural sense for when a, a defender is bearing down on him and does make for an interesting situation as it pertains to how uh, how uh, he plays his ga- plays the game because we saw him against USC. It seemed like he was dead to rights a couple of times and he sc- scrambles out of it and makes plays with his feet and that's where I think the nickname comes from but I th- it was also a, I think a pretty measured response in his re- in his part in terms of talking about what he makes of people thinking that. Alright, anyways, that's some of the notes from our practice insider personnel wise and also getting a quote from BYU yesterday, probably the biggest quote coming out of practice yesterday and that's what we do here on this podcast. Alright, coming up in just a minute we're going to talk with Aleva Hefo, BYU senior wide receiver, a young man who has had a, quite the career for himself. He's done a lot of good things in a BYU uniform, and I wanted to get his thoughts on how this wide receiving core is working together. So we'll talk with him in just a minute. Before we do that, though, do need to tell you about today's title sponsor on the show, and that is our good friends at Deseret First Credit Union. They share a faith-based bond with all of their members. They're asking everybody right now, you've probably heard this in some of their other advertising, what is your why? Whatever it might be, have you thought about refinancing your home to save some money and help fund your passion project? A lot of you probably are thinking, well, refinancing is such a hassle. You have to go meet with multiple people, etc. Well, DFCU, their mortgage team, is here to help you make it easy. And even if it, even no cost to you at all, you could potentially get locked into a low rate for absolutely nothing and potentially save up to hundreds of dollars a month with no cost refinancing from Deseret First, guys. Check it out. They will find the right loan for you. Speaking of the DFCU mortgage team, whether you're a first-time homebuyer who's thinking about jumping into the market, you're a veteran homebuyer who's bought multiple homes, you have investment properties, they will find the right situation for you and your financial situation. They're going to make sure you're taken care of. Give them a call, 801-456-7070. That's 801-456-7070. Or visit dfcu.com to apply in five minutes or less, guys. Deseret First Credit Union, you know why, we show how. Membership and eligibility required, OAC. Terms and conditions apply, equal housing lender. All right, a reminder for you guys, when you guys are out and about or just simply hanging out at your house, you can use your smart devices to listen to this podcast and always stay up to date with the latest in BYU news. Tell your smart device when you get in your car and plug it in, or simply tell your smart speaker at home, play podcast Locked On Cougars. That way you stay up to date with everything going on in BYU sports with this daily podcast all focused on BYU. I'm Jay Catch, your host here. Had a chance to catch up with Aleva Hefo yesterday, speak with him about the BYU wide receiving core, his play individually and even get some of his thoughts on Zach Wilson the Mormon Manziel nickname as well as a cousin a family member as close as a brother can as you can be without being related by blood in Sione Takitaki and what he's doing at the NFL level a great wide-ranging conversation with Aleva so here you go Aleva Hifo right here on Locked on Cougars 
Last week on social media, I was just kind of paying attention during the game, and a lot of people started throwing a lot of praise at wide receivers. And I think it's been a position group that's been maligned at points during your career here. What has gone into your guys' kind of transformation into one of the more reliable units on this team? Um, you kind of you kind of said it yourself, reliable. Um, that's we've definitely came a long way from kind of earning that little title. I feel like we still are a long way from kind of kind of holding that as, as well. But it's big for us um, being here at the last three years at BYU. The receiver receiver position has been kind of um, minimalized in a way, and uh, I feel like we haven't been as productive as we can be. And I feel like it, the last two three weeks um, has been good for us because for our quarterback and our offense to kind of rely on us and be able to throw the ball our way and to make plays like Dax, the plays like those are huge. And it lets teams know that that we have we have that type of that we have that type of weapon on offense. So it's huge teach for us. What goes into the whole drops uh, situation? Is it, is it almost like just like you see one guy drop a ball? It almost can become like an epidemic in a way. Uh, we try we try not to make it, but I, I can't see where, where you're coming from. Um, yeah. As in, it's kind of like a domino effect, yeah. you know. Um, it makes people think more. You know, it's it's dropping a ball in general is the most is probably the most heartbreaking thing that can happen, especially especially in an environment like that. But um, but for us, it's, it's it was kind of to just make sure that we forget about it. That's the biggest thing. We can't let the last play ruin our next play, and we can't let a drop ball affect the, the next balls that come to us. So it, we can't. We just can't let it happen. What's it been like working with Fessy Satake? Yeah, really good. Um, our receivers know more than anyone that he's. We kind of see him as another player. He we have that kind of. Um, he has. We, he's kind of earned that respect, and we've kind of given that to him as well. And we know that on, we're on a level playing ground with him. That we know when it, when it's time to be serious, and we know when it's time to mess around. And and he he respects us to be adults and make decisions like that. But as far as the production that he's been able to help us with, and and all of. Um, all the production that we're being able to try, kind of put on for this offense, it's, it's been huge. Um, we love having him in the room, and we, we hope that he's, he stays here for a long time because I know that our receiver core has definitely been blessed to have him. You're a senior now. You've had a kind of a long and winding career here playing multiple positions in, inside the wide receiving position group, I guess is the easiest way to say it. But what's it been like to this point for you? Uh, I, I definitely say for me it's been kind of a – uh, I guess the roller coaster is kind of stretching it, but it's been it's been there's been ups and downs. Um, there's been times where I've been utilizing more just kind of the jet sweep. Um, recently, has been more kind of receiver position. Um, I've been been able to also run the ball a little bit, but uh, this year and, and this year mainly, I've been able to focus more on being a prim- primarily a receiver, and I, and I like that. And it's it's been different. That's why I feel like it's been kind of ups and downs, just of, of where I where I kind of fit and where I see myself in this offense, and, the, and that's, a, that's at receivers. So it's been good. It's been very different. Um, having two different coaching staff is with different views of, of myself. It definitely does change things, but um, I'm happy to be here. I use the term with you when I've talked to people as jack of all trades. We've seen you do the fly suits. We saw you on that reverse against Tennessee. We've seen you be a traditional wide receiver in many sets. Do you kind of pride yourself on being that versatile type of player? Yeah, it makes me happy. It makes me happy knowing that the coaches know that I can I can expand myself in multiple roles. Um, it, it helps. It, it makes me confident knowing that they want to they want to find ways to put the ball in my hands. And for me, the most part is I have to make sure that I'm I, I prove them right in, in a way and making sure that I'm consistent in all those roles and making sure that I'm I'm I, I'm getting yak yards and I'm making sure that I'm getting yards and be productive in that area so for me it makes me happy that that they see me that way Take us through that reverse against Tennessee. What went into that play? Oh, it was huge. Um, I told the coaches after, it's never been that open, ever. Um, we ran it in practice. We ran that play so many times in practice. We ran it against 
Um, we've kind of run into some, some forms of it in, in other ways, but when I turned the corner, I didn't see anybody for about 20 yards. And uh, I, I probably could have tried to end that game then and there, but I'm just glad that it worked out so well. It was a perfect play call for a perfect time, and, des- and it, was, it was definitely set up very well. So it, it, it was a good call. What's been the vibe around the team after these two thrilling overtime wins? Definitely a lot of po- positivity. Um, guys are smiling a lot more. Um, this is a big difference from when you come home, co- come back on a Monday from a loss, and then when you come back from a, on a Monday from a win. Um, you can definitely feel the the different type of vibes when we're eating, we're in meetings. A lot of guys are laughing more. A lot of guys are more positive. They and and that stuff it's it's good, but we also can't let it uh, make us content as well. Washington this week, they got you pretty good last year up there. Is there any form of a revenge factor in this game at all for you guys? Oh yeah, there is. Um, last year we went to their house. Um, they, they they gave it to us good. Uh, we were in their house and the score was was it was, it was pretty bad uh, overall. But I also know that, that in that game we, we hurt ourselves a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, we were in the red zone a couple times and we we fumbled we fumbled more. That was probably the, in that game last year we probably fumbled the most out of all season, and uh, and we lost we lost two of them. And uh, we ended a lot of drives with penalties, pre-snap penalties. And I think going into this game this week, um, we're a lot better in those areas. And that, that'll help us um, go against good teams like that as we can't hurt ourselves early on. And, and if we can if we can limit, limit those mistakes, I, f- I feel like we have a good chance against them. You're going to have a different quarterback facing them this year. It was Tanner last year. It's Zach this year. Working with Zach, what do you like most about him? Yeah, so our offense has changed completely yeah. um, as pe- people know we were more pro style with the, with the jet sweep on every play we had a lot of pre-snap motions and we were kind of like a run first heavy team 70-30% but um, with Zach Bion, um and no disrespect to Tanner Tanner's an amazing quarterback he did a lot of great things for us but our, our offense has shifted in a different way because Zach's a different quarterback um, he was able to he's able to stretch plays as you guys can tell um, I've seen that he's been getting some praise to, Man- to Manziel <laughs> 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 uh, it's, good. It's, it's good it's good it's good stuff to hear for him um, um, I can see why they say that but otherwise that um it's good to have Zach to know that he can stretch plays um plays don't end when when a D lineman gets comes free um Zach he's able to extend plays and, and allows us to kind of do scramble drill and, and try to get open for him so it's good for us do you like that nickname the Mormon Manzilla or are you with something else <laughs> no he's just Zach Wilson to me okay, um, fair, and fair he, he needs to stay that way he needs to make sure that he's he's staying humble as, as for our offense we need to make sure that we're staying humble as well and to not get get ahead of ourselves because we have a lot of good teams ahead of us does he have a nickname on this team at all or is it just Zach no, a lot of people would call him Zachy okay. that, that, that's about right. that's about it okay. uh, sounds kind of like like he's like a little kid to us yeah. and, he, and he kind of is he's he's the young one but he's also a leader on this team that's why it's a little different but off the field a lot of people just call him Zachy that, okay. that's just about it but fair enough last thing for me a lot of people know the story of Sione Takitaki growing up with your family to see him in the NFL now what does it mean to you personally it's it's very different. I, I can tell you that. Um, seeing him on that stage, seeing him live out his dream, um, and and I remember when he visited, he he was telling me that it's it's a whole different atmosphere. It's a whole different type of level of playing. Um, and he was explaining to me that it's a business. But for, as for my family. It's probably the biggest blessing that can, could ever happen to us, um, and especially for his immediate family. I know his mom, his mom is loving it very much. I know his mom appreciates and loves him and, and knows that he's doing his thing. And for his dad, who passed away, I know that he's smiling down on him. So it's big It's, it's big for his family and all his brothers and his sisters. They're very happy for, to see him in that stage. Siona doesn't talk very much, but I definitely know that his family is very happy for him. I assume you've got aspirations to go next level yourself, right? Oh, yeah. What... Okay, so last thing here. What are kind of your goals this year? What do you want to accomplish in your final season? 
Primarily, I need to make sure that I'm doing all, all that I can for this team on this offense, whether it's at receiver, whether it's at running back, and returning punts, and making sure that I'm, I'm putting a product on the field that lets that lets people at the next level know that I can play. But um, primarily, I need to make sure that I'm helping my team do as much as I can this last season and going out with with these guys on my last season. It's it's still weird to me that it is my last, but otherwise that I, I wouldn't want to do with any other group than this one. So I'm happy to be here with them for my last season. Leva, thanks so much. Yeah, thank you very much. There you go, Leva Hifo, and apparently the nickname for Zach is Zachy, according to Leva Hifo. Kind of an interesting nickname. He said, because he's the young guy, he's been around the team, but he's one of the younger guys on the team. Kind of a funny nickname, Zachy Wilson. I don't think that necessarily is going to stick as well as the Mormon Manziel. And I'll be honest, the Mormon Manziel thing... I don't necessarily love it, but I also get why the national media is doing it. So hopefully that makes sense. I'm not a huge proponent of it, but it was worth asking, I felt like, to ask Zach about it and also get some thoughts from Aleva. But also, I thought it was some good stuff from Aleva there. He's got goals to make have a successful senior year, but he also has a goal to go play at the next level. And I think that what he's doing special teams-wise, his versatility as a slot receiver, what he can do on the field... I think it's going to open up doors for him at the next level. And here's hoping that he can continue that family legacy with Sione Taki Taki now in the league. And Aleva Hifo hopefully can join him next year in an NFL uniform somewhere. Thanks to Aleva once again for joining the show. It was a blast to catch up with him. He's a great young man, great ambassador for BYU, big time BYU guy through and through. And it was awesome to speak with him on the podcast. All right. I needed to get to what's going on in BYU sports this evening. This Sports weekend kicks off. Of course, Thursdays usually are a very busy day for BYU sports. Well, they don't play games on Sundays, so Thursday seems to kick off BYU sports weekend. We'll talk about all of that next. Before we do that, though, do need to tell you about one of today's sponsors on the show, and that's our good friends at Vivid Seats. Vivid Seats is an online event ticket marketplace dedicated to providing fans of live entertainment with experiences that'll last them a lifetime. They have a great app, the Vivid Seats app. You can download it now at the Google Play Store or the app store you are automatically enrolled in what they are calling the vivid seats rewards loyalty program what it means is you enjoy credits on all of your purchases as part of vivid seats rewards if you're going to the theater you're going to go to a concert you're going to sporting events you buy tickets through the vivid seats app as part of the vivid seats rewards loyalty program you get a reward status ranging from mvp to hall of famer you can earn from 10 percent up to 16 percent credit on all of your purchases through the app this month guys it's a fantastic new way to get rewarded for the events you're already going to anyways Go download the app. Of course, all Vivid Seats confirmed orders are backed up by a 100% guarantee, so you have that peace of mind. And also right now, additionally, if you enter the promo code KICKOFF at checkout, you can receive a discount of up to $100 on your purchase. Saving money, getting credit back, Vivid Seats wants to make sure you are getting rewarded for the events you'd be going to anyways. Check it out, guys. Vivid Seats, proud partner of Locked On Cougars and the Locked On Podcast Network. All right, guys, we'll get back to Locked On Cougars here in just a minute, but I need to take a minute and talk to you about today about one of our good friends in my bookie. Of course, most of us look forward to the weekend so we can watch football. It means the end of the week is here, football is on the TV, and you want to sit back and watch it. Well, one thing that only enhances most people's watching experience is being able to put some money on the contest and win money. That's why I encourage you guys to check out what's going on with my bookie. I wouldn't tell you guys to be bet with them if they weren't the best. Do the smart thing. If you're going to bet on football this season bet with my bookie if you're a guy that thinks he knows what's going on with football 
win a, win a parlay. If all your picks come through, you'll win, multiply your winnings. And no matter how you bet, the NFL season is the best time of the year, college football season in addition to that. Join now and my bookie will double your first deposit. All you have to do is use the promo code locked on to activate this offer. That's promo code locked on. L O C K E D O N, guys. Visit mybookie.ag today. Get your initial uh, deposit doubled by using the promo code locked on. You play, you win, you get paid. That's my bookie. All right, guys, as we close out today's edition of the show, running down what's happening in BYU sports outside of football tonight, BYU women's volleyball heads north to Salt Lake City, Utah, to the Huntsman Center to take on number 18 ranked Utah. BYU ranked number 10 in the country, if I'm not mistaken. Fantastic big time showdown on the Huntsman Center floor. Hopefully BYU volleyball can go on the road and pick up a big victory. Be nice to see them do that. You, of course, can watch it on the Pac-12 networks. There's also streaming links. You can get all the information about the match at BYUCougars.com. If you want to go to the game, you can also do that too. Women's volleyball, in addition to men's volleyball, one of the best environments in sports. It's always nonstop action, back and forth, guys. And we have two top 20 teams squaring off, who also, by the way, are rivals. It is the Deseret First dual showdown between these two teams. It's a big opportunity to support the Lady Cougars. That, that'll begin at 6 o'clock Mountain Time at the Huntsman Center here in Salt Lake City. Also in action tonight, the women's soccer team off a fantastic win over Texas A&M last week, as well as a win over U. UVU earlier this week. They're on the road in Lawrence, Kansas at Rock Chalk Park to take on the Kansas Jayhawks. That is tonight also at 6 o'clock Mountain Time. You can listen to the game on the BYU Sports Network. They'll have video links, uh, not video links, radio links across the BYU Sports Network, 107.9 FM, the BYU Cougars app, etc. You can check out the game there. Should be a big opportunity for BYU to go pick up another win, hopefully, and continue to roll on here. They are perfect on the year, a perfect 6 0 and O, and hopefully Jennifer Rockwood's team can continue that stellar run of form as they head to Kansas. Of course, they'll be taking on Kansas State later on this week. So there you go. That is the BYU sports schedule for tonight. They've got a full weekend ahead. We'll preview more of that tomorrow, as well as a recap of how these two games go tonight. want to thank you guys once again for your continued support of the show. You can follow the show on social media, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, at LockedOnCougars. You can follow my personal Twitter feed at Jacob C. Hatch. And if you want to drop the show a note, please email us, lockedonbyu at gmail.com. Love to hear from you guys. Love that you guys are enjoying the podcast as much as you are and can't thank you enough for your continued support. One thing I will ask of you guys, if you guys are listening, please give us that subscription. Please click follow or subscribe on whichever podcatcher you're using and give us a favorable rating and review, particularly if you're using Apple Podcasts. The five star reviews and their ratings are absolutely worth their weight in podcast gold want to thank you guys in advance for taking the time to do it doesn't take very long to do it but it means a lot to me personally and i thank you guys for doing that in advance all right we will catch you tomorrow hoping to have christian capel from the athletic on the show to talk about the washington huskies get you a preview of what to expect from chris peterson's team stay tuned for that on tomorrow's edition of locked on cougars and until then enjoy whatever's left of your thursday and we will talk to you soon. This has been Locked On Cougars for September 19th, 2019.